Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff, things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community. Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. We are your host. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. Hello, Shayla. How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. It is an amazing Tuesday. It is. We apologize. We're a little late today. And it's, it's raining today in Kansas City. So, hey, I can't complain. I am a little bit sleep deprived and we'll get to that later, but We're, we are here. We are here and we are excited that you, the listener, um, you're here. Um, you found us however you found us. Um, we are grateful. We are excited that you found us. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. We love. Welcome to the podcast. We love new listeners. We love new listeners. But we also love repeat listeners. So Absolutely. Welcome back. If you have joined us before, maybe you joined... And caught uh, part one, part two, or part three of our recent series. Yeah. That we're wrapping up today. Maybe. Maybe somebody sent you a text and said, hey, check out this podcast. Like you said, Shayla, however they found us, we're so grateful. It is good to be back in our podcast, in our living room, being different, being a light to those that are listening, and having real conversations because we've been... uh, been a little crazy couple weeks for us. We, we've been on the road a little bit. Yeah, we didn't we didn't share this last podcast, <laughs> uh, but uh, we just got back from uh, a pretty long vacation, so yeah. that's a little bit why t- today's delayed. So please forgive us. Yeah, and, and the vacation after the vacation, you know what I mean, right? I mean, I think everybody needs a vacation after being gone for a vacation. Um, we're still in that. This is our first trip um, post. COVID? I mean, can you say post-COVID? You said you had to say COVID today. Uh, Post-whatever 2020 was. Um, and so it was it was different coming back from, from a trip because, well, because half of our family had another trip after the big trip. Yeah, it was like a, an extended vacation vacation. But boy, was it good to get on an airplane. Oh, so good. Stay in a hotel. The, the rent, smell of jet fuel. Rental mm. car. I mean, some of you hate that, but our family loves it. <laughs> we thrive on our it. Our kids love it. We love walking through airports. It was not fun flying with a mask. No. I will say that. It was not fun leaving at 1.10 a.m. to come home. No. We we, sp- we went to Alaska. So if you're wondering and trying to figure out where, where was this trip, we were in Alaska. Ran a marathon there. We've talked a little bit about my marathon running over the year, over the years. We haven't even been podcasting for it. What is wrong with me today? It's um, post post vacation, po- right? Yeah. Over the past few months, we talked a little bit about running, not a, not a ton, but I am a marathon runner, and I have run a marathon in forty nine of the fifty states now. So Woo-hoo. Alaska was number forty nine. We had a wonderful time. We were in Anchorage. Uh, we did day trips. We went hiking. We did a day cruise. We saw whales. We saw bears we saw moose most of us saw a bear <laughs> three three of us so tell us about your first morning in anchorage shayla what, what was that like yeah you know so 
you prepare like anybody you research you prepare you you kind of know what the weather is going to be like and the very first morning we wake up and Brian you and Addie our daughter is Addison um you guys went and and ran you guys did a a track which we're gonna get there we 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 have a lot to get to (laughs) we might not even get to our topic maybe not but but you guys went and did a track workout yep and Kason our son he says after breakfast um he says mom would you like to go explore? Because right behind our hotel was this beautiful river. Um, and so I was like, yeah, let's let's go explore. Um, so we put on our shoes and we start walking. We're about a mile in. And there are a bazillion people fishing in this river. Salmon fishing. And it's like the, the prime The prime time. time and yeah. And so we were just watching people fish. Um, now, again, they were fishing. They weren't catching that we saw. But anyway, so we get kind of to this end of the trail. And I said, all right, buddy, let's let's head back um, to our hotel because I knew that Brian and Addie were going to be coming home soon. And we had a full day planned. And um, as we turn around, all of these fishermen start yelling, bear, bear. And I'm like, oh, crap. What do you do? And I'm like trying to, I, I mean, I can't Google it at this point because I'm like, what do I do? What do I do with the bear? We, well, ta- we talked about this, what to do. Okay. But in that moment, you don't know. You, I panicked. Okay. You I panicked. Yeah, you panicked. And um, so I'm like, okay, Kason, okay, so we need to walk really fast and get back to our hotel. And Kason's like, mom, are we safe? I'm like, I don't know, buddy, but we, we just can't be bear food today. Was the bear, was the bear looking at you at uh, this point? I'm going to get oh, to that. Okay. okay. So... So we start walking, and at at, at one Away point, from the bear, well, we don't know. Oh, you just oh, you hadn't seen the bear. People yet. are yelling bear, just yelling bear, <laughs> and I'm I'm just like hauling it back to the hotel. Like all I know that in our room we are safe, and so people stop yelling bear, and I'm like, all right, buddy. So we keep walking, and all of a sudden it picks up. People are screaming, stop bear, bear. and they're now they're pointing. At where we are. And Kason's like squeezing my hand. And he's like, mom, are we safe? And of course, as a mom, I want to say, absolutely, buddy. I'm going to protect you. And I'm thinking, what am I going to do if this, if we run onto, run, run up on this bear? So like any parent would do, I grab my kid and I start running, running away from the area. Still not, still did not know where the bear. No, still have was. not. Se- but I could hear, like you could hear the trees, like okay. wrestling at this point. And about that time, a local is standing there looking at us, probably like, "What an idiot you are!" And I was like, "Excuse me, sir, I don't know what to do." And he's like, "You don't run." I'm like, "Well, what would you do?" And he's like, "Just scream, like make a lot of noise and get big." And I'm like, Roar! I mean, really? I, I've got my you, son. I've got my son I, with I me. I so wish we videoed this podcast. You got, you just missed. Shayla put her arms out like a bird. Roar. I don't know what that was. That was good. So anyways, then we could see the bear. And the bear was probably more terrified than than we were because because it was trying to get out of the fence. It, it, was was not, it, was an, it wasn't a very old bear. I mean, it was no grizzly bear. but It wasn't a cub. To the listeners, listen, in Missouri, we ain't got no bears where we live. Not where, where we, we live, live yeah. okay. Um, it was huge, and it was scary. It had big teeth, I think. It, I mean, it had to have. It its w- eyes were huge. It was so scary. It was a black bear. <laughs> 
I saw you took a video of oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, what do you do? I mean, everybody would grab their phone. And Kason, when he tells the story, he tells people it was a teenager. It was a he was teenager. like, it wasn't a big bear. It was just a teenager. And yeah. they look at him like, what is a teenage bear? But Long story short, the local walked us back to safety uh, to safety so first first day and then after that you know brian's like hey we're gonna go for a hike and i'm like we need to stop by walmart somewhere we need to get some bear spray we need to get so let me tell this story blow darts i don't know what we need to get but we've got to get something because i saw a bear so shaley we go to walmart and shaley walk and, and, and i didn't want to ask i'm like you ask yeah, she walks up to the guy in sporting goods and says excuse me sir <laughs> this is kind of a silly dumb question do you have bear spray? Like you're almost like <laughs> embarrassed to say it. And he kind of laughed. He goes, well, we normally do, but we're sold out. He goes, but here's the deal. If you are close enough to a bear that you need bear spray, it's probably too late. Yeah, you're gone. <laughs> he says, but I got something else better for you. So we walk a couple aisles over and he, he hands us some bells and he says, these are bear bells. And guys, we sounded like Santa it Claus. It was jing, jing, jingle, 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 jingle. It was, it was like, yeah, yeah, we were, it was like Christmas in June, but we, but we were loud. We rang them things we, loud when we, we were hiked. loud on those hikes, but it, it was fun. <laughs> we saw snow. We went, we saw glaciers. We, uh, grabbed some ice, little ice chunks of ice out of the lake that, that broke off from the, from the glacier and, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful trip. Yeah. Marathon was great. Uh, I had a three minute delay because of a bear on the course. I'm running <laughs> around running with another guy and we're on a, on a paved trail and, Volunteer says, hey, watch out, runners. There's a bear ahead. You need to stop. So then there's a volunteer on the other side of the bear, and the volunteer yells, bear, there's a bear. Do not run. And the guy that I'm with from, from Florida, and he goes, I'm going. I go, "You're, I'm not. You're crazy. You can go. I'm not going. And the guy, the volunteer says, do not run. It's not safe. It's not safe. So by that time, about after a minute, another group, five or six people join us. And the guy from Florida again says, let's all go together. And the guy says, no, it's too dangerous. Do not run. And at this point, the mama bear laid down on the trail. She's like, this is my trail. She's like, test me. Yeah, she had a couple of cubs with her. And there's a reason why, you know, people, you know, mama bear comes out and. and Use the phrase mama know, bear. Yeah, the phrase yeah. mama bear. But uh, eventually the mama bear decided to move on away from the trail. And there was a, a, another part of the course, maybe the same bear. I think it was the same bear. Another group of runners had to stop for like 15 or 20 minutes. So uh, that's that's life of a, a marathoner in, in Alaska. Got to stop for some bear, but it was great. It was fun. Uh, then our last day, we did a, a day cruise and uh, saw some whales and some uh, some dolphins and porpoise and killer whales, and it was a great trip. Yeah. Minor seasick. Not me. I mean, I didn't really get seasick. <laughs> I just was like, yeah, I'm done. Shelly, <laughs> yeah. you're like, you want to do this again? I'm like, I loved it. No, nope, it was probably fun. not. It was fun. So it was cold. It was cold. So for the listener, that's you, what we. Yeah, that's you we, have been caught up on the the first vacation that that we went on, and then oh. the, the second vacation when when we arrived back to Kansas City, um, our daughter Addison and myself, we um, we were home for what eleven hours, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 10 uh, hours 15 hour i don't 15 know day and a half not not a day and a half well if you uh, if you count no yeah less than a day you slept and we woke up and then left and then left um addie and i went to bentonville arkansas home of walmart home of walmart and it was just the two of us because um we had to divide and conquer this was a weekend that um brian and Kason, you guys had state baseball tournament 
and um, Addie ran in the regional track meet for um, AAU. AAU. And uh, so it was kind of a tough weekend because it was an emotional, we had this like amazing high, right? As a family vacation, we come home and man, we're, we're splitting up. We're dividing and conquering. There were some tears um, from adults and kids. Um, it was hard. To, to say goodbye, but um, Addie and I left and on Friday she ran, Addie ran the, the 3000 and then on Saturday, she had the 1500 and the 800. And so for those of you that are not familiar, so it's 3000 meters, so like a 3K, 1500 meters, which is just shy of a mile, and then 800 meters, which would be half of a mile, two half laps. Half a mile, two miles, or two miles, two laps around the track. And um, there's some pressure because Addie started back in January training for this weekend, you know, for that weekend. Specifically that, for specifically that track meet. for that, that track meet because... Um, the top six runners in those events, in all events, um, they go on and they compete at the Junior Olympics. Um, so that's, it's a pretty big, big thing, right? But yeah, and, and there was some disappointment two years ago. Yeah. Her first track season with not making it. Not making it. Not performing. And uh, she put her mind to it and said, I want to make some changes and put in the work. And we said, okay, we'll support you. And like you said, Shayla, from January, she was doing individual track uh, workout sessions with a with a with a private coach, and uh, carried that on through the spring. Yep. And then uh, she has two other girls that she that, that they uh, work out together during the week, and it all came down to one track meet. Yeah, one weekend, a Friday and a Saturday, and uh, Friday the three thousand. She qualified. She did not run her best. And she's like, I don't know why, but I was just so nervous. And I think that's that's normal, right? I mean, it was it was all on the line right there. But yeah. she qualified for the Junior Olympics yep. in the 3000. Pressure was off, so she's already there. Already Had already qualified. Had already qualified. Kno- knows that we're going. Houston bound at that point. And uh, Saturday morning, we wake up, and, I mean, her mindset was different. And she's like, Mom... I am so nervous, but I'm so excited. And uh, she went out and ran that 1500, got a PR, personal record. She qualified for the Junior Olympics in the 1500. And then later on, she had the 800. So she was already on that runner's high, right? And she went out and, and she medaled in all three events. She placed second, third, and third. Um, so second in the 3,000, third in the 1,500, and third in the 800. Um, but it was a moment, if you are a parent, it's a moment that um, you know if you know, right, that that you you sit back and you watch your child have success in something that they love to do. Um, so I remember calling Brian and being like, woohoo, she made it, she made it. And Brian said, we have one kid who is up and over the moon. And then we have one kid, the other one who is incredibly sad because his baseball season ended abruptly. Yeah. We were supposed to, uh, go pretty far in the tournament. We easily were the best team in the state tournament and should have won the state tournament. And we lost first round of bracket play. And, uh, it was very, very difficult for both Kaysen and myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're, we're built pretty similar and uh, some disappointment. And, uh, but you know what? You grow through perseverance. Yeah. And 
Addie persevered through some disappointment from two, two years, years ago, ago. Yeah. and even a little bit from from cross country season and and use that as motivation for this year to have success and and so that's what case and i talked about we said hey you're going to use this as as motivation and opportunity to get better and and uh i told him i said nobody gets college scholarships from a 9u <laughs> baseball tournament yeah. nobody's getting drafted from a 9u baseball tournament nobody's playing professional baseball from a 9u baseball tournament so I said bud you got a lot of baseball ahead of you and uh, it, you know, it's hard because it's fun, it's enjoyable, it's something we love to do. But it was going to end eventually. It just happened in a little bit early. So yeah, we had one kid that uh, all the hard work paid off, and we had another kid who hard work didn't come together. Yeah. Tough times. Tough times. Full range yeah. of emotion yeah. as parents. So but there that, you go. That's what life is all about, though. Yeah. So proud of Addison, and um, really cool to watch her. Uh, just succeed and, and to set a goal and to reach it. And, and, and that's the thing I, that I'm most proud of Shayla is the fact that she set a goal. Sure. We're proud that she made the junior Olympics, but she set a goal and she put in the work. Yeah. That's what I'm proud of. When I think that's all the hard work, that's the key because we can all set goals, right? But we just can't go out and obtain those goals overnight. Right. There's yeah, it's put your head down. Yeah. It's, it's, there's work. It's, it's work w- behind what are it. you doing when nobody's watching? Yeah. And that's, that's everything in life. And so there, there's a long update <laughs> on our family, but uh, for those of you that have been with us for a while, uh, we share about our kids all the time. So and we feel like you are part of our family and that we'd give you an update on, on what's happened the last couple of weeks yeah. for us. Today is episode 12 of season three. We are going to take a couple of weeks off. Yes. Uh, we do this after every season. Uh, if you have been with us before, this is uh, the third season, so we always take uh, two full weeks off in between, and we'll be back in three weeks with season four. Can wow. you believe it? Season four Can't is upon it. us. Uh, today, we're going to finish up our series on uh, titled, It's Not What You Think. The first week, we talked about It's Not What You Think, Following Jesus. The second week, we talked about It's Not What You Think, Church. And then last week, we talked about It's Not What You Think, Giving. So the first week was really wrapped around the whole idea of of who is Jesus, following Jesus. Uh, A lot of us have uh, um, a historical, emotional response to the name Jesus, whether Mm -hmm. it's, oh, that's too religious, that's too spiritual, that's too... Um, that's only Christmas and Easter. Yeah, legalistic. I mean, and I've thought a lot about this over the past few weeks as we've talked through the series, but following Jesus isn't about not doing fun stuff. I think, I think that's the, like, that's the problem because when you're, when you're growing up, you, you uh, think about teenagers, you are start to explore things, whether that's substance or the opposite sex or whatever it might be. And then all of a sudden somebody tells you, Oh, if you're going to go to church, you can't do these things. You're like, well, wait a minute, that kind of felt good. Or that was kind of fun. Or I like going out to clubs when I'm in college, or I like going to frat parties. And now you're telling me if I'm going to be a religious person, I can't do that. And it's just like this, this tug of war emotion, emotional like battle, really it's a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time you feel like it's this emotional battle. And so you, you get this idea that if you're going to follow Jesus, you can't do fun things. Would you agree with that? Like, yeah. and it's kind of a pretty broad statement, but yeah. I, I think back to like before Jesus for me, and I was like, well, church people don't have fun. Yeah. I kind of thought that like, um, Jesus was a fun police, (laughs) you know, like, like he, you, you you can only follow me and you can only do boring things and you can't have any fun. fun. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, it's just not what you think. It's not what you think. And then same thing about church. It's like church isn't about the church. Isn't there for the people who are perfect and all cleaned up. I think about like a hospital. The hospital is not for the healthy. The hospital is for the sick. 
And that's exactly what the church is. The church is for the broken. The church is for the sick. The church is for those who need healing. And, and at the end of the day, that's all of us. That's everybody. But we have this hard shell that we're like, oh, I'm good. I don't need church. I'm doing life pretty good on my own. But that's not what you think. Church isn't about um, you cleaning up to come in. Church is about meeting you exactly where you are. And then last week we talked about giving, about living with open hands of generosity. And this is very difficult for a lot of people because we, we our sinful nature really motivates us to live with a clenched fist, Shayla, instead of an open hand. And I think about, you know, in our own story, our own life, times of, hey, we've earned this, we've, we, we work hard, we've earned our money, we're not going to give it away or give it back. And really, when you open up your hands of generosity, that's when God begins to reveal himself to you yeah. about that sacrificial life that you can live for the church, um, because he sacrificed his life for us on the cross. By us giving and living sacrificially with our finances, it's just a way of saying, God, I'm all yours. Everything I have is yours. I'm going to trust you. And, and we talked about when you give by faith, meaning, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm through my little bit of, bit of faith, I'm going to give, you can begin to begin to give faithfully, right? So if you, if you're going to, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give by faith. Well, that all of a sudden that turns into giving faithfully and consistently. And so today we're going to wrap up our series and wrap up our season, Shayla, with it's not what you think your past. And I think this ties in really the last three weeks. And a lot of times the roadblock between your current status, where you are at currently and where you want to be, whether that's following Jesus or inside the church or even giving, there's, there's a roadblock. And oftentimes it's your past, right? It's this, it's this giant wall between where you're at and where you want to want to be and that past gets in the way. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think about it, <clears throat> Brian, as um, oftentimes we have this huge chain wrapped around us with this very heavy rock mm-hmm. and we're pulling it, right? And that's our past. And it's it's too hard to move forward when something is holding you back. Um, and oftentimes it's it's scary and it's hard to let go of the past to see what the future might hold. Yeah. Recently I was talking with a a gentleman who's been battling an addiction and, uh, talked to him a few weeks ago and then recently talked to him again. And and when I saw him, he had the biggest smile on his face and he said, I'm 15 days sober. Mm. And it was just like, we gave each other a big hug and to, to see the joy in his eyes he no longer was living by his past. He was no longer dragging that rock around mm-hmm. where when I talked to him two weeks ago or a few weeks ago, he was dragging that rock around. Yeah. He's like, I just don't know if I can do it. And I said, was your last day of drinking the day we talked? And he smiled and he said, yes. Mm. And I said, see, you can do it. And you don't worry about tomorrow. Just worry about today in this moment right now, one day at a time. And it was so great to see his joy. But when I talked to him before that, I, there was so much brokenness in his eyes. And it was his past that was holding him back. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the problem. People think like, oh, well, I can't do that because of my past. Look, let's, look, let's look at Addie. Addie, we, Addie could have said, mom or dad, mom and dad, I, I can't qualify for the Junior Olympics. Why not? Well, look at my past. I, I wasn't fast enough then. Mm-hmm. I don't have what it takes. There's other girls faster. I don't have the right shoes. I don't have the right um, training the right or, training yeah. plan I don't have the right nutrient whatever it might be and you start to to start to think about it's my past is holding me back from my future 
And she put her head down and said, no, you know what? I'm going to defeat my past. And yes, it's part of my story, but I'm going to use that as motivation. And, and again, you know, we said earlier, it started for her. Her journey started two years ago with the disappointment. Yeah. But January of this year is when she started taking it one day at a time. Yeah. And and, uh, and we had a little hiccup about a month ago. Yeah. There was a week there that she wasn't real motivated. And we had another heart to heart. And we said, listen, you got about five weeks to go until you qualify. Yeah. You can have the same disappointment you had two years ago, or you can yeah. get back in control of your destiny here. And, and, and that's what she did. And, and, and again, I think sometimes the past paralyzes us. It can motivate us, but it can all, there's a fine line between motivating and paralyzing mm-hmm. because we can use it as motivation and say, Hey, I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to act that way. I don't want to look at that anymore. I don't want to, to take that substance anymore. I don't want to treat my spouse that way anymore. But then when things are going really well, sometimes it's easier to go back yeah, because it's all we know. Well, and I also think that we can use our past as an excuse for our current behavior, mm-hmm. you know, and, and say, well, I did this or I'm acting this way or I look at this because of the past, because of what has happened to me in my childhood, because, you know, I, I the home life that I grew up in. Um, and, and again, when we say it all the time, the, the past does not define who we are today. And I'm going to say that again. And, and, and if you're listening and you're like, I, I just don't get it. The past, your past does not define who you are today, this moment. And when you can let go of that and, and trust God and say, God, this is a very scary thing because maybe it's been 30 years that you've been holding on to your past and letting it define you and, and breaking free from those chains because the, the enemy loves nothing more than to just fill your head with head trash and remind you day after day, minute after minute, second after second, you're a nobody, you're this, look at what you did, look at what, you know, your past is, look at the wake that you have left behind you, look at the people that you've hurt, look at the relationships that you've ripped apart, look at what you've done. The enemy loves to just remind you every day that you're pathetic. And when, when, when you can break free from that, when you can say, you know what, Satan, you have no stronghold. Yeah. You have nothing in my life. The past does not define me. God has a bright future for you. All you have to do, and again, we talk about it, you just surrender mm-hmm. and say, okay, God, maybe it's an addiction. Brian, you, you know, you talked about your friend that you talked with. Um, you know, maybe, you know, it's it's just that, that moment of saying, God, I can't do this on my own. And... And I think that when we use the past um, as, a, an, as an excuse, it, it's only going to be harder mm-hmm. for the future. Oh, yeah, for sure. And when we look ahead, we look ahead towards the future. It's about reflecting back and not making the same mistakes. Yeah. Because we, we can't, we, we, we always talk about, hey, listen, when we are, we are not computers. There's no way to reset, re- reboot the hard drive and forget everything that's happened. So we don't forget the past, but we can use it to, to, to reflect on it and not make the same mistakes. Mm-hmm. And like you said, not to use it as an excuse for future behavior. Yeah. We have to use it as a change in behavior 
and it's a heart change, a heart transformation. We talk about this a lot too. It's a heart transformation, not a behavior modification, right? When I was talking to my new friend a few weeks ago, you know, he said, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. And I, I, and in those moments, it's very difficult because somebody's pouring out their heart and they're broken, they're emotional. And they're like, I've tried, I've tried. I can't, I'm so tired of doing this. I, I tell myself, I don't want to do this. And then I do it again. And you could just see it, but then I, I'm inside. I'm just like, you're right there. Mm-hmm. Like he's in the pit yep. and he doesn't like being in the pit, but in order to get out of the pit, you have to realize you're in the pit. Yep. And I knew he, I could see it. He was in the pit and it was like, I could give him a little bit of hope. I'm like, you know how, where you are exactly right now? I said, that's exactly where God wants you to be mm. because you can try and try and try all you want. But until you surrender, like you just said, Shayla, trying becomes very exhausting. Yeah. And it sounds completely insane. I get it. Like for some of you listening right now, you're like, oh yeah, real easy. Just give it to God. Just pray. God, take this. I'm telling you, it is a supernatural experience. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's 100% surrender, right? Uh, yeah. Because a lot of times, I mean, I, I've done this as like, okay, God, I'm, I'm only going to give you about mm, mm. 50% of this because until, I can yeah. still control the other 50%. Until it kind of gets going again better yeah. and then like, okay, I'm good. I'm on, I'm on yeah. my own. And, and, and that's the whole thing about, you know, when your past keeps you paralyzed, it's because you're not letting go completely. Yep. And you're still hanging on to it on both sides. Right. And, and in order for us to move forward, we just have to let go and say, okay, God, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to allow my past to be a roadblock for my future because God wants so much more for you. And it's the enemy holding you back by reminding you about your future mm-hmm. or reminding you about your past, past yeah, yeah and, and giving you doubt about your future. Life's too short. Yeah. Life's too short. To, and, and this isn't about, oh, well, who cares what happened? It's not that. But if you are in a, in a season of repentance and you you truly want to move on from what you, the life you've been living or the life that you lived or the past that you had or whatever happened in your relationship. If you truly want to move forward, it's possible, but you're going to have to let go. And that goes on both sides. Oftentimes it's not only did you hurt yourself, you hurt others around you. If you're married, oftentimes it's your spouse that is still holding on to some of that anger or bitterness. And it takes two people, um, but it is possible to move, to move on from your past. It's not what you think. It's not what you think. The world will tell you yeah. that you can't get over it. The world will tell you that you're not worthy. The world will tell you that um, you're dirty and your past defines you and that you can't get that new job or you can't get that promotion or your marriage can't be healed or your kids will never love you. That's what the world says, but it's not It's not what God says. Oh, uh, we, we get so fired up talking about <laughs> this and it's because we lived it. Yeah. You know, we had, a great, we had a great message this past Sunday. Uh, Michael Todd uh, was a guest speaker at Life Church and just talking about oftentimes when we are in the pit of despair, that becomes our platform. And when you've come out of the pit, you develop a passion for those that are in the pit. Mm -hmm. And I would sit here all day long and say, Oh sure. I love talking to people that life's going good and life's easy and life's pretty smooth. But uh, where we get fired up is talking to the person who's battling that addiction. You know, what keeps me motivated is the, is the guy who tells me, Hey man, I'm 15 days sober. I'm like, perfect, let's get you to 16, mm-hmm. right? What gets us motivated is is that broken wife that sends you a Facebook message and says, hey, this is kind of crazy. You don't know who I am, but I got your information from a friend or a sister or a coworker, and this happened in my marriage, and I'm ready for a divorce. Yep. And you slowly walk through that with that person and say, hey, listen, don't worry about next week. Don't worry about next month. 
I believe in you today and let's just get through until tomorrow. Yep. Right. And those are the stories that keep us going. And, you know, when we, we look at our podcast and go, does anybody really listen? You know what? This thing's probably not grown as big as we had hoped it would. But you know what? In the day, the people that are listening are the ones that need to listen. Yep. Right. And, and we've asked you to share it. And we know that you've been sharing it and you're sharing with people who need to hear the message that we're sharing. And that's what this is all about. Yeah. Is just being there for people, being a light in the darkness, having real conversation, real conversations, and hopefully inspiring and encouraging you along the way. All right. Anything else? No. That was kind of long. I loved it. We, were, we both kind of went long-winded there. <laughs> Sometimes we go back and forth. Today it was like, all right, Shayla, you go long-winded for a while, and I'll go long-winded for a while. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to wrap up uh, today's episode. Uh, again, your past, it's not what you think. Don't let it define you. Don't let it hold you back. Don't let it paralyze you. Let go of that chain that you're carrying around. Let go of that rock that you're dragging because there's something bigger, better, and uh, way more forgiving than that rock that you're you're carrying on. And if you're listening today and you're like, yeah, that's me. Like I, I'm paralyzed. I feel stuck. I'm in the pit and you don't have anywhere to turn. Reach out. Yeah, you can e- you can email us info at anguishedhearts.com. Uh, you can go to our website and click on contact us, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we are the ones running that. So send us a direct message and we'll respond back to you. Yeah, because it, it's, you said it earlier, life's too short, right? Way too short. And um, our heartbeat and our passion, Brian, is to help people um, no matter where they're at, what yeah. stage they are in. Um, but if you find yourself in the pit and you feel like your past is just holding you back from a relationship with Jesus, if your past is keeping you from walking through the doors of a church, um, or if you are, have walked through the doors of the church and you're like, I don't really know if I can give the church, with a, yeah, a church cheer- doesn't need yeah, my money with a cheerful heart. It's okay that you're in that moment right now, but don't stay there. Yeah. Reach out, find somebody. If it's not us, find somebody to help you navigate through this. Um, Again, life's too short, and 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 this is not the the life that God intended for us to live, right, right? I mean, God did not want us to feel um, like we are prisoner of our past. I mean, that is straight from the enemy, and um, I'm just I'm just reminded daily that Satan is out. Satan is out to to tear you down right. every day, um, but Jesus is there with his hand extended out saying, Hey, come follow me. So if you're listening and you feel like this tug and you don't know what it is, reach out, let us help you navigate through whatever it is you're going through. Grateful for you, Shayla. Thank you so much. You, uh, you are my hero. I love you. And I know that you encourage so many people. So, so thankful we get to do this together to the listener. Thank you for being part of our community. Thank you for listening. If you have not left that review yet, what are you waiting for? Do it. Now is the perfect time. Go leave us a review. We would really greatly appreciate it. Keep sharing our podcast. Keep sharing our ministry, Anguish Hearts. Keep liking our stuff on Facebook and Instagram. It does make a difference. It helps us, uh, keeps us, it encourages us. Yeah. And, but it also helps with all the silly algorithms that they have and 
people get to see our stuff and, and helps this ministry grow. So we appreciate all of you doing that. Uh, we will be back in three weeks. So looking at a calendar here, uh, we are going to take the next two weeks off from the podcast. So we'll be back with you on Tuesday, July 20th uh, with season four. So excited. Uh, I know we've been c- keep talking about some guests. We we have guests. We're just trying to coordinate schedules. Yes. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. But I'll ha- hopefully have some guests on season four. Keep coming back. And until then, whatever you are doing, uh, this is so important. So much about what we believe in what we are about in your marriage as a parent in the workplace in your neighborhoods whatever you are doing don't forget to be different